Hello everybody, my name is Leah at TMTBLC Public Relationship Agency, also known as True Start, private detective agency in New York, and Matt Blues is a business partner licensed attorney detective. He's also a big fan of reality TV, true crime stuff, and like to investigate true life cases as pro bono. This time, um, True Start decided to investigate a very recent bizarre case about a social media nomadic traveler influencer named Abby who who disappeared without a trace and then her fiance returned home and on her van and suspiciously refused talking about Abby's whereabouts and then disappearing himself. Abby has been doing her traveling blog and she also managed to sell brand sponsored products to her family and friends and followers. She has been traveling across the country national parks documenting her blog when she got in a fight about nothing really with her fiancé Ryan, scratched him, bruised him, almost got arrested for domestic violence and then suddenly disappeared. So question remains the same, where is Abby? This novel was inspired on two events. There could be actually a lot more victims of this kind of influential business practices. Please read another novels by Team TBLC inspired on true events um, later. The author of this novel would like to bring her own opinion and speculation on what could possibly happen. Um, names, ages, locations, some facts that change on purpose to protect privacy of the parties during investigation. So just remember author is not diagnosing anything, just speculation about what, what could possibly happen. And the whole story honestly is unbelievable. So, so please read and listen us on podcasts and uh, social media. So, Ryan got missing as well. All social media all around his house. How and where did he disappear like Houdini? Or it was alien abduction maybe? Leave a comment. Chapter 10. Bodies found. Abby's body was found in a forest where they were camping. Then a friend who spoke recently to Abby said that Abby wanted to be alone because things weren't good enough between Abby and her fiancé Ryan. Apparently Abby was talking about how bad the relationship was. Not only Abby couldn't stand Ryan last weeks, but she also scared for her life and eventually came out that Abby was planning to break up with Ryan and since then she was an influencer and made a lot more than Ryan. Ryan was threatened uh, by her leaving him and uh, kill her in jealousy or desperation maybe. So just a speculation. Turns out Lisa, who was the friend of Abby, always uh, talking on birthday and Abby didn't spoke to, Li- to Lisa on her birthday for the first time in her life. It was strange enough. So what really didn't make sense with Ryan retaining an attorney and then disappearing? Just a speculation to discuss. So much less popular boyfriend got jealous, scared of losing millions and uh, could, uh, could kill uh, his uh, girlfriend, fiance, wife-to-be in effect stayed without controlling himself, then got scared and ran away, wanting to kill himself. Did Ryan really kill Abby like that? Oh, it was another pissed MLM recruitee who was keeping losing money, 
because of Abby's influence. So, chapter 11. FBI raid. ABI raided uh, Ryan's house and started search. Uh, his the whole family was checking for questioning. FBI took um, boxes of evidences and, and uh, Ryan's car, hoping his location will be known soon. Agents towed away Ryan's car, the same car his parents said he drove away on Tuesday for a hike in a swamp area, and he didn't return it back since then. His parents said they were fa um, they found the car in the park and drove it back, but Ryan was near where there. However, the neighbor said the car was never moved. Did the neighbor watch the Ryan's house the whole time, for weeks, or maybe she just had the security cameras installed at her house? That wasn't clear. Police also revealed that somebody made a call reporting Ryan was slapping Abby. Grand County Police Office speaking, officer said. Can you hear me, sir? 911 callers ask. Yeah. Um, well, I'm right here on the corner of Main Street by the Bloomflower, and we are driving by, and we would like to report a domestic dispute in the Florida white van with license plate XXXXXXX. A white man with a beard inside the van was slapping a girl. They just drove off. They were going down Main Street, 911 callers said. He was slapping the girl, police asked. Yeah, and then we stopped and he proceeded to hit her, hoping, uh, hopped in a car and they drove off. I will give you license plate again, I had a picture of it, 911 caller said. What kind of white van? the officer asked. Port Transit with Florida plates, 911 caller responded. Agents also revealed a strange text from Ryan's computer. Abby's mother said, her daughter's phone was turned off for approximately 15 days, and there have been no signs of her since August 27th. And suddenly a text came out from Abby, asking about her grandpa calling Grandpa Stan, and Abby never called her Grandpa Stan. FBI has left Ryan's house, but there is still police remains on the side to deal with large media presence, by the Ryan House demanding for answers and justice for Abby. Ryan's attorney suddenly canceled a press conference stating there is no bombshell to drop, but at least he, he could say some words, his opinion about situation when so many people are working around looking for, for answers hard. The moral of this novel is influential business could be deadly, unfortunately. Chapter 12. Social media and mental health. It's been proven that social media could lead to depression, suicide, self-harm, and homicide. Happy pictures made them for just for social media, but things may be different off camera. And this case is another proof of point, unfortunately. So even Wall Street Monitoring has started his own investigation and wanted to publish the article how social media could negatively impact people's mental health. They used surveys, public data, but hasn't published the data yet, for some unknown reasons. I guess they didn't want to cause another stock market crash. 32% of women said they felt bad about their bodies, comparing themselves to models on the social media. A lot of users reported them wanting to kill themselves.
Alarming statistics show the generation posting the lives publicly is suffering momental crisis than ever. Rates of people with depression, suicide have skyrocketed since cell phone air technology started. Much of this deterioration can be traced back to the usage of social media on cell phone and tablets. An increased rate of depression is now also most like 30% spending time on social media, even just reading and opening a window of opportunity to spontaneously engage in a social comparison of any kind, which is um, associated with greater depressive symptoms. In this case, young couple was presenting their life as perfect, being in loving relationship, having so much fun across the country trip. But uh, when they didn't show, social media almost never show, is that how horrible life could be when the cameras are turned off. So far, at least one clue has served and police body cam footage described the above uh, showed the reality, real reality of what actually go was going on. An attorney representing Ryan said in a statement that family wants to be um, uh, on the back of a juncture, exercise the constitutional right to remain silent and uh, plead the fifth. I have no further comment on advice of a counsel. That's already proved that Ryan is involved directly or indirectly, time will show. He cannot be hiding forever without leaving a trace, especially in, in a digital um, in a digital world somewhere. If he is missing for long enough, there is probability that he might be not alive as well. Anywhere, he is um, already isolated by society and it already equals to death for some people, especially former influencers who were cancelled. A picture-perfect life painted on social media for content, likes, views, is not what reality really is. Actual experience on the road for a long time without any comfort, support, or even internet wasn't healthy for a couple of young popular influencers. Short social media is designed to be addictive and makes us to come back and use it for a long time as possible. And multiple studies showed the longer people spend on social media for more than will be depressed. People are posting unrealistic pictures of their lives. Instagram especially is filled with beautiful pictures and bodies often filtered, filtered most of the time. It gives people depression seeing and seeing other people life always on vacation, looking best, having a great time, when it's actually not re a reality. It's just a social media influence which is indeed deadly. Our hearts and prayers condolence goes to Abby's family, friends who lost a beautiful person so tragically unexpectedly so soon. Abby's an angel is in heaven, now named Gabriel. Chapter 13. Ruled as a homicide. The autopsy report was released by a coroner office and it was ruled the manner of death as a homicide. Cause of death remains pending final report. The police officer who separated Abby and Ryan during the fight is under investigation now because the other witness called and actually stated that it was Ryan who was beating Abby, who is now declared a victim of a homicide. And the officer either didn't get that evidence uh, on time or ignore it for some unknown reason. Homicide means a killing of a person by another person. So FBI released preliminary autopsy and stated, get, start, started getting ready for prosecution. It's appeared that Abby was drugged. However, official cause of death is pending. 
now not public. Extra time needed for fiber and trace evidence analysis. So federal government is bringing resources to get all the right specialists needed in check times. The evidence that is going to be recovered would help to recreate all the scenes that lead to um, homicide. And if there is no blood found at the scene where Abby was found, there is an evidence of tremendous trauma, but then it means place of death was different from where Abby was found first. Abby is now officially on a manhunt for Abby's fiancé, Ryan, and because he has done everything he possibly could to point finger at him, he is in trouble now. It's important to find Ryan soon because if there is a if there was a struggle, then there should be scratches, bruises, and other evidence that might heal soon. The most important evidence won't be released until the court date. If Abby was drugged first and then she was murdered, then there should be timeline placed and see exactly when and how it happened. Police is using helicopters, drones, infrared, sonars, still no sign of Ryan. Another witness came up saying that Abby and Ryan were fighting over Abby's phone, and Ryan was trying to keep her out of the van. It's already a sign of narcissistic control. Men cannot stand there. Women who are more successful and popular make more. Because in this case, they completely lose control over the women and brings insecurity and big deal of the annoyance, which is already a big threat for manhood because it lowers the man manhood ego and self-esteem and that hurts, like punching the balls. It's understandable. Emotional pain could hurt more than physical and for a long time. So police in Utah didn't make an arrest, even though the dispatcher said that there was a 911 caller saying that male was hitting female. And Utah statute states, if there is a domestic violence, police should do the mandatory arrest for a primary aggressor, not the person who slapped the last. Anyways, um, one of the witnesses uh, said Ryan was holding Abby's face and the police was excusing him by saying, oh, that's because he was trying to stop her from hitting him. But Ryan was not letting her in the car and she was chasing her car, making dangerous entries through passenger window. Ryan had had her phone and wouldn't give her phone back. There are obvious signs of jealousy and control, and the police was only told to separate them, referring to a mental health crisis over Abby taking Ryan's side, when it actually was domestic violence case, and if police had ruled differently, Abby probably would be still alive. So sex discrimination in this country is actually severe. I cannot conclude if there are equal rights for men and women. I had to go through embarrassing nerve-breaking cases personally. Please leave my other novels. And uh, coming soon. Chapter 14. Nationwide. Abby's disappearance and death has raised the question how many other people were missing killed like that in recent nationwide society. There are also black and brown community who also have loved ones who went missing like Abby, and those people are desperate for answers as well and want the cases to be heard as well. And the missing persons cases is not like black issue or brown issue or white issue, it's all American issue. And bottom line, we all have to come together and bring those missing people home. Chapter 15 
Federal Arrest Warrant. Federal Arrest Warrant was issued for Abby's fiancé Ryan. The FBI wanted him for unauthorized use of Abby's debit card after her death. According to the court documents, Ryan withheld cash from ATM after Abby was declared missing and later dead. He did not only he did that allegedly with intent to defraud. Ryan's attorney finally issued a statement. The statement, it's my understanding that arrest warrant for Ryan is related to activities secure after the death of Abby Petit and not related to her actual demise. Um, in addition, Utah authorities announced that they are launching investigation on officials who handled a traffic stop by Ryan Abby where Abby was found as primary aggressor despite ignoring witness testimony. Ryan went missing after returning to Florida after Abby's disappearance on Abby's van. And even Abby's friends confirmed that Ryan could be equipped to go off-grid and he actually has done it before and been for, gone for a long time. Florida authorities are now searching large swamp area infested with alligators, snakes and dogs have difficult time to pick up a scent. Ryan's friends said also that he spent, spent time in mountains, Appalachian trial alone for months in survival mode and he kind of enjoyed it. However, experts said, in order to survive in hostile remote wild areas, somebody needs to be prepared uh, not only mentally and physically, but also equipped well. Abby's father uh, mentioned that he never seen nothing wrong with Ryan before, but police body cam shows different signs of narcissism that led to an abusive relationship with Abby. It's now on display for the whole world to see. Ryan looked seemingly unemotional in terms of disorder and police had no clue what was wrong with him. Hence, they concluded nothing wrong with Ryan, but Abby was all emotional and they labeled her as a crazy subject and accused of domestic violence. Usually people with narcissistic disorders under pressure and fear tend to run away and commit suicide. We hope that Ryan didn't do it. He is well and alive, but being in an area surrounded by alligators and snakes could be deadly. And being isolated for a long time, even narcissists could reach a breaking point and commit a suicide. We hope it's not the case. Ryan definitely had feelings for Abby and it just went over the 